Welcome to the Blessed Sacrament Homilies Podcast, where our mission is to help everyone recognize and experience the presence of God. We hope you are nourished and encouraged by the Word. Thank you for joining us. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus took Peter, James, and John, his brother, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, conversing with him. Then Peter said to Jesus in reply, Lord, it is good that we are here. If you wish, I will make three tents for you here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud cast a shadow over them. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell prostrate and were very much afraid. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Rise and do not be afraid. And when the disciples raised their eyes, they saw no one else but Jesus alone. As they were coming down from the mountain, Jesus charged them, Do not tell the vision to anyone until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. What I am about to share with you is going to be difficult to hear for many. And for some, it's going to shake the very foundations of what you believe in. But there are times where I do stupid things. (laughs) And one of those stupid things I did in the year 2000, right about this time of year. We'd all finally been able to breathe again because the world didn't come to an end on January 1, 2000. And I had bought a Jeep that previous fall, and I ordered it up with great big tires and everything else, and I was waiting for a good day to go snow wheeling. And I went out to some state land, and I just had my chocolate lab I had at the time with me. And we went out and just were barreling through really deep drifts and flying along. But I realized, oh, it's starting to get toward evening. I better head home. So there was a little turnaround. And as I went into that turnaround, I couldn't get it quite tight enough, so I had to stop. And as soon as I hit the brakes, it went shunk and dropped down onto the frame. Well, I was a good half mile from the road. And... The temperatures were still rising that day, so this, was, this snow was like concrete. Well, needless to say, about five hours later, with a lot of sweat and a dog that wouldn't even make eye contact with me anymore, <laughs> I got back onto the road. And there is something about being stuck that kind of prevents us from 
seeing other things around us. So even though I was out in this beautiful day, out in the woods, in the snow, all I could think of was where I was at at that time. Well, here we have Peter, James, and John with Jesus on Mount Tabor, and he is transfigured before them. But what happens to them? They got stuck. They were so impressed with the event that was happening that they failed to see that the transfiguration was meant to change their lives, change their hearts, change the way they viewed absolutely everything. And it was meant to give them all of the strength they would need to deal with whatever they were going to face from that day forward. But instead, they wanted to memorialize it. Well, we'll put up three tents. No, no, you're missing the point. It's not about making a memorial. It's not about getting stuck on that mountain. It's about being transfigured ourselves to go back down and out into the world. Well, it is not uncommon for us at times to get stuck. We come and we shear in this great feast we call the Eucharist, but it's easy to think that it just happens here in this building on Sunday morning. But this is not unlike that walk up Mount Tabor. We have an experience of the profound nature of God's love here, but not to memorialize it, but to be strengthened and changed so when we go back out into the world, to our workplace, to our school, to the marketplace, to the streets, with our neighbors, that we have all of the tools and strength we need to deal with whatever the day brings. But even more profoundly than that, that transfigured Lord on the mountain and celebrated on that table becomes part of who we are. So we're just not strengthened when we go out into the world. We are transformed into the risen Christ. And because of that, we're meant to make him present to other people. Not to build a tent, but to bring the living God to all we meet. All the things we do that have profound faith implications, from an insight we read in Scripture, to the celebration of the sacraments we do as a church, to the profound love we receive from someone in our family that allows us to understand God, all of those things are always meant to lead to action, not to a memorial. As we break bread and share the cup this day and recognize the transfigured Lord in our midst, let's also remember that that same Lord is part of us, and we're meant to make him present to others. Thank you.